to Left in the Middle, a podcast dedicated to elevating the stories of those who hold progressive ideas and values while living in rural spaces. Hey folks, my name is Danielle Hilzer and I'm the host of this little podcast. Thanks for tuning in to check out this new project. So I currently live and work in Grand Island, Nebraska, a town of about 50,000 people. But in my 34 years, I've lived in Nebraska's small towns and cities, including Omaha, Milford, Crete, Columbus, Kearney, Lincoln, and even Ogallala. I've loved my time in Nebraska's biggest cities, but it's the rural spaces that have really shaped and refined me. There's a kind of closeness in rural spaces that is it's just kind of unavoidable. When I lived and taught in Ogallala, some of the kids that I taught bagged my groceries. Their parents were my doctors. And while I'm currently in a larger town, it still has a small town feel, especially because my husband grew up here and we share the same last name. I can't go into an appointment without being asked if I know so-and-so. This can sometimes feel stifling, but what I love about small towns is that there's a kind of mutuality that exists out of necessity. Mother Teresa's profound statement If we have no peace, it is because we have forgotten we belong to each other. Feels like it should be every small town's motto. See, the thing about small towns, especially in Nebraska, is that folks assume they are conservative strongholds. And and they are, I mean, for sure. Prior to the general election, someone told me that District 3 in Nebraska was the reddest, safest place for Trump. I believed it, and the election proved it to be true. But I also know that there are so many progressive-minded folks in my community and in other rural Nebraska towns, honestly more than I imagined there would ever be. And these rural spaces are what have formed my progressive views. In the forced proximity I've had to people who think and act and vote differently than me, I've somehow managed to grow more progressive in my thinking. How is that? I think it's because I've seen the negative impact of some conservative policies on the very people who have advocated for and supported these policies. Check out Dr. Jonathan Metzl's book, Dying of Whiteness, for more on this idea. And here's the thing. I really care about the vitality of rural America. It's been my home for much of my life. I'd like it to be a place of flourishing for all folks, not just for those who share my values or who vote the same as me. I believe that means we're going to have to get serious about organizing progressive folks in rural spaces. I think there's a real untapped potential out here that is often overlooked by our progressive counterparts in urban places of power. One of my goals with this podcast is that I can share these stories to elevate these voices in order to build a community with organizing potential and to remind folks in urban areas that we are out here, left in the middle, so to speak. See what I did there? Left in the middle? Yeah, okay, good. Okay, so now I'm going to complicate things because that's just what I do. I don't believe that progressivism alone can fix all the problems. I think we need a group of folks working together in coalitions that span a diverse set of beliefs, political ideologies, values, genders, sexualities, faiths, etc. But the work I want to do right now with this podcast is to elevate the progressive voice in rural America. Then we can get to the work eventually of coalition building with unlikely allies, one step at a time. So here's some of the nuts and bolts of what you can expect throughout the life of this podcast. So this podcast has three goals. Uh, Number one, remind our urban places of power that progressive voices still exist in rural spaces, and we'll do this primarily through storytelling. 
Number two, empower rural progressives to organize and lead in rural spaces. And number three, explore how we can hold firm to our ideas while living well in our communities. So most of the episodes will be interview style, so we can center the voices and stories. I'm hoping to get a broad range of themes for this first season to include episodes on organizing, environmental justice, uh, race, healthcare, parenting, education, gender and sexuality, and other themes yet to be determined. I've got a full-time job, a spouse, two kids, two crazy dogs, and other responsibilities, so I'm aiming to release two episodes a month. Thanks for listening to this first episode of Left in the Middle Pod. Check me out on Facebook as at Left in the Middle Pod for updates on the podcast. Until next time. Thank you.